It is Sunday. You're not dreaming Bitcoin. Well, for any market. And as you can see today, the weekly close is going to be this big green candle over here. And it's above the 200-week moving average. And we've just closed above this downtrend that we've been on for the entire, entire year. So even now, the biggest naysayers, the people that have been completely against this bull market are now saying, look, you know, we're running out of excuses now because, you know, once you've crossed the 200 week moving average and you've broken out of this downtrend and you've done it on big volume and you've done it when the stock markets have been going down, even the biggest naysayers have got to turn around and say, OK, you know what? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. We we are probably in, in some kind of, of bull market. Now, the big thing in this bull market is that if you get in very, very late, then you're like the tourists and you think you're going to make money, but then you get flushed out. The idea behind these bull markets is to be well prepared. And the good news is that if you're getting in now, you're still getting in early enough to get prepared. Last time, we, uh, or in fact, a while ago, we made a portfolio. It was the last time that we actually made a portfolio. And I'll show you the portfolio here because one of our community members actually reached out to me and said to me, this is a portfolio that you guys made about a year ago. And if you look at this portfolio, this portfolio is up. If you, if you look at it properly, it's up about 78.7%. Now, it's done, this, it's done this at a time where total market cap, if you look at total market cap at the time when we set up this portfolio, which was November the 10th, more or less. So it's about here. And you look at where total three is now. Total three is completely, completely, completely flat. And our portfolio is up 78%. So today, what we're going to do is we're going to build a bull market portfolio and make sure that we, we are well positioned for this next bull market. Because if you're not positioned, you're not going to make money. And listen, if you're a trader, not an investor, and you don't really want to invest, you just want to trade and make money, then I've also got a treat for you here today because we've got Dylan coming on, the Lord of Entry, and he's going to be giving us some chart entries given what's going on in the chart. So let's do this, guys. We've got a Sunday stream, guys. We've got a Sunday stream, special Sunday stream for you guys. I just felt like hanging out. You can see I'm unshaven off the beach, but let's do this. My wife thinks I'm crazy because I come and hang out with you guys on my Sundays. But I love what I do. Should I? I, I really, really, really love what I do. And I specifically and I love what I do on weeks where this is what the altcoins look like in the week. Like, you got to love what you do when, when you're in crypto. And this is what the altcoins look like in the week. Shalana up 31%. Casper up 20%. Stacks up 20%. PulseX up 43%. Hex up 215% this week. Crazy stuff. Injective up 17.1%. So it's no wonder that I want to come and hang out with you guys. Um, if this is your first time hanging out with us on the new channel on Banter Plus, uh, well, here is here are the subscribers. Subscribe to the channel. Let's get the numbers up. Let's go, go, go. Let's get these, these Banter Plus subscribers up. Um, remember, we're bringing you most of the content here on Banter Plus now because we're trying to build a new channel. So we'll have two channels so we can bring you lots more programming and not get penalized by the YouTube algorithm. Um, so if you're not already subscribed, subscribe to the channel, join the fam. Um, and if you are subscribed, then just like this content. We've got an amazing, amazing, amazing show for you guys today. Uh, unscheduled show. So, you know, when you like it, it actually tells the YouTube algorithm that we're doing an unscheduled show and that people should actually come come and watch. Uh, I do see that the, the normal guys are here in the in the chat. Tim S, I see you. Charmaine Francis, I see you. You know who I don't see? I don't see um, Chaos. Where's Chaos? Does he? Chaos is late. Uh, Elliot, I see you. Tell us that you're present. Crypto Jam, if you have say present. John Coulomb says, Kuji, 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 Kuji is now my biggest altcoin bag, believe it or not. 
don't ask me how that happened. We'll talk about that later. Um, who else is here? If you're here, let us know that you're here. Say present. Craig. Uh, Craig says, Craig Engler says, cut the beard. It's bull market time. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Um, Pharaoh DeGeorge says, hi, Banter fam. Actually, uh, the, the chat's moving too quickly. The chat's moving too quickly. The only one I don't see here is Chaos. Where's Chaos? It's the first time that I've ever seen Chaos actually miss the stream. But he'll be back. He'll be back. All right, let's go. Let's get into the nuts and bolts of, of what we're actually discussing here today. And I think the best place to start is actually to look at the charts. And we are going to take a deeper look at the charts with Dylan. But from my view of the charts, it, this is quite a significant moment. Why? We were under this 200-week moving average for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Here we kind of touched it on the eighth week. We were down on the ninth week. And on the 10th week, here we go. We've broken out of this 200-week moving average, which is the biggest average, the biggest uh, um, indicator for Bitcoin, the biggest sentiment indicator for Bitcoin, the biggest momentum indicator for Bitcoin that we've got. We also broke out of this um, downward trend on the weekly that we've been on since the beginning of the year, which is, which is I mean, it's a big thing. Because now even the biggest naysayers are now forced to almost concede that we are in, in a bull market. I mean, you look at that, you also put this against this thing over here. I say in October, we are up 10.78%. I said we were going to finish October 25% up, 23% up. So let's see if, if I'm right. So far, we're 10.78% up. And as I said, now, when, they, when, when the naysayers look at this chart, except Kapo, Kapo is still stuck in, in his ways. But when the naysayers look at this chart, they're now saying, look, it's got to be a bull market. And I don't know why they didn't say that we were in a, in a bull market before, because if I remember, if I look at this and I say, okay, look at this year-to-date returns, how do you say that Bitcoin is the, the best performing asset in the world, in, in the world, or well, the best performing asset class in the world, um, with a 63% return before this recent run, and still deny that we're actually in a bull, in a bull run? Maybe we weren't in a raging crypto bull run where things go up 10% every single month, but you can't deny that when the asset is the best performing asset class of the year, you've got to say that we're in a bull market. And as I said, even the biggest, even the biggest critics now, now have to admit, this was Jim Cramer, um, where he said that he'd be out of crypto right now. Do we, do we have some sound here? Okay, we're going we're gonna to connect some sound here so we can actually... I don't have sound here. Um, Let's see, maybe it's on my laptop. Uh, not serious, but this is where, where, where Jim Cramer actually said that we actually that he would he would definitely definitely uh, sell his Bitcoin, or he would he would definitely definitely not be holding Bitcoin. Anyway, the good thing about this rally, this rally is one hundred percent spot led. This is not a rally that is led by futures. This is not a, a rally which is which is um, uh, uh, led by by leverage. This is a rally that is led by spot. And how do I see that? I'm looking at the Binance perpetual contract over here. And you can see that even with all this pump, we're not getting an increase in the open interest. So this rally is actually different from all, other, all the other rallies that we've had. All the other rallies that we've had haven't, have all been um, uh, driven by leverage. And the problem with the rallies that are driven by leverage is that when the leverage gets flushed out, when, the, when the, the, the price moves, the leverage gets flushed out. And then we go back to where we started. But this time is actually different. It's also different because if you look at the weekly candle on the NASDAQ, the weekly candle on the NASDAQ is down, while the weekly candle on Bitcoin is actually up this week. So it's quite a, a, a phenomenal candle. And, and the reason why, why that's happening is because, because the market's realizing that, look, right now, Bitcoin is the best performing asset out there. Bitcoin's got the halving, which is 
less than six months away. It's less than 180 days away. Then you've got the Bitcoin ETF, which is less than 80 days away. And when you've got those two events, the halving in, in six months and the ETF in probably less than three months, then it's very, very, very hard to be bearish on Bitcoin. Now, you can be bearish on the stock markets. And as long as the stock markets don't nuke, then I think that if you know, the stock markets continue to come down in an orderly fashion, then Bitcoin can actually continue its upward, its upward momentum. And you're starting to see a lot more interest in Bitcoin. This is the CME futures volume, the institutional futures volume. Look at the, the interest that now all of a sudden back in Bitcoin. Um, ironically, when did this all start? When Cointelegraph fakely published their ETF announcement. And that's when I said, at the, I said at the time, I said, this false ETF announcement could have been the best catalyst for a bull market because it made us all realize that the, of the inevitable that's about to happen. And when it does happen, that the prices will actually go up. Everyone is accumulating Bitcoin. If you look at all the different cohorts, they're all accumulating Bitcoin. The, the, the less than one, the one to 10, all the cohorts are starting to accumulate, are, are, are accumulating Bitcoin now. And you'll remember that earlier this week, I said that the realized price of Bitcoin was around 28,000. So if you look at the realized price of Bitcoin, it's, it's, about, it's about here. Now, what is the realized price in Bitcoin? It's if you take all the Bitcoin in circulation and you say, what did people actually pay for them? This here is the average price that people actually paid for their Bitcoin. And you can see that the biggest cohort of accumulators are in this region over here. Now, when you look at this region over here, the reason why that's significant is because as soon as you get higher in price, so like, like now we're at 30,000, which is higher than when, where most people paid for their Bitcoin. What happens is that you start getting confidence back in the market. So just think about like your own portfolios. When you're down on your portfolios, you're not, you, you don't want to spend tokens. You're quite conservative in your ways. The minute that you start making money, you start to be more relaxed. You start to be more confident. And so what you do is you start investing in, in riskier things. You start taking more leverage. You start, um, you start investing in more altcoins and stuff like that. And what we're seeing now is that we're seeing that, you know, when you look at the market as a whole, as the market as a whole, we are now above the realized price of Bitcoin. And it's a massive, massive, massive thing. It really is a massive thing. Uh, I see some people in the chat asking about whether I need a, a razor blade tomorrow. I'll be shaven. Also, people asking about whether we can or can't win a Bitcoin today. Let's say if we get 1,500 likes, we will do the, the, the Bitcoin giveaway today. That's, but we need to get 1,500 likes. Anyway, the main thing about this thing over here, the main thing about this realized price thing over here is it's giving people um, confidence and what do crypto investors do when they have confidence? They spend money on altcoins. And that's exactly what we can see here on banter bubbles. So I've gone onto the weekly time frame. In fact, let's go on to the daily time frame. Uh, it's very hard to look at the daily time frame because yesterday there was such a big move in the market. So you don't get a big move two days in a row. But if I look on the hourly, what you can see is on the hourly, it's still green. The prices are still moving up. So, I mean, look at this, 38 uh, up Matic in the last hour, injective up another 1.53, link up another 1.32. And if you look at the week for all those coins, so Solana up 31.8%, Hex up 200, you're hearing this right. Hex is up 208.57%, Link up 30%. We're going to talk about Link in a second. Aptos up 22%. Um, Stacks, Rollbit up 22%. A lot of these tokens are tokens that we've actually, that we are actually, uh, um, have been talking about and have actually been investing in. So that is what's happening on the alt market. And 
I mean, I guess for us, the two tokens in the alt market that are actually moving the most are Solana and Link, because we've been talking about those for the longest time possible. And I think let's start off with Solana. So as I said, Solana up uh, 31.65% this week. It's big. It's big, big, big. And I think what the market is now starting to realize is that the alternative layer one is actually Solana. So the market kind of said, look, it's the same feeling we got in the old in the, in the old market where it was Bitcoin and then people kind of like started feeling comfortable with ETH. That's exactly what's happening with Solana. So people are, are now saying, well, you know, Solana is the, the, the next layer one. And if we are actually getting into a chart pattern like this, if we are going to get into a chart pattern that looks like that and the alts, you know, actually are accumulating. This actually came from a chart from, uh, um, what's his name? Ether National, uh, Ether National. Okay, and he says total two, which symbolizes the altcoin market cap, is in in the accumulation phase before a big bull run. And he look, he, he shows that the bull run is is somewhere over there. If I look at Solana more specifically, you can see some very interesting things about Solana. First of all, it's been kissing that thirty dollar level for the whole weekend. If you look at the significance of that thirty dollar level, it's for, it's the pre FTX levels. Last year, exactly the same time. So get this. So last year, this time, what's the date today? 23rd, 22nd. Solana is exactly the same price as, as it was a year ago. Look, exactly the same price. And then what happened is FTX collapsed. And now we're going back into Solana breakpoint, which is happening next week, which I'll be there and I'll be covering it for you guys live. We're going into Solana at the same levels we were a year ago. And at that time, it pumped to 3880 uh, during Solana. And then... Uh, during the breakpoint, and then it it started to it started to come down again. Um, I said the most ironic outcome would be if Solana hit thirty five dollars during breakpoint in two weeks. That would be the highest during the event last year before the FTX collapse. And I actually think it could happen. So I'm looking for thirty five thirty six dollars Solana. Um, uh, I'm looking for thirty five thirty six dollars Solana. You can also see that the bids, the buyers are starting to come from Asia. So look at look, look at the Solana cumulative return by session. Um, a lot of it is starting to come from, from Asia. So not much Europe, not much US. It's actually all of them, but the main returns are actually starting to come from, from, uh, from, from Asia. And I read this tweet. It says, Solana is now 1% higher than pre-FTX levels for, for, from a year ago. I showed you that. Reached a new 2023 high in TVL today. Great. Reached a new AT all-time high in terms of hackathon participants. That is the brains. Has outperformed ETH by 100% since June is outperforming Bitcoin even with a spot ETF narrative. Solana is 10 times better at $28 than it was at $250. Very, very, very smart tweet. I like that a lot. The other one which I'm very, very, very happy for is the Link Marines because we've been speaking about Link. We put it into our portfolio, which I'll show you in a second. Um, but this is a 1.5-year consolidation. And in a second, Dylan will come on and we'll talk about what it means. But generally, if you have a 1.5-year correlation, what you'd imagine is that you'd get a um, you'd get a move, which is about this big, but actually going up. That's that's kind of what you're talking about, Jay. And it looks like the breakout is definitely here and definitely to the upside. And there's a lot happening on Link fundamentally as well. So you're seeing a lot of whales start to accumulate Link. You're seeing all of that happen. The last one that I want to talk about before we actually talk to Dylan about the trading is I want to show you guys what became now my biggest altcoin bag now. Don't ask me how it became my, my biggest altcoin bag. It happened because I started buying this at 20 cents and 29 cents and whatever else somewhere over here. And now I've got Kujira up at $1.31. So it just happened that 
Kujira is now my my biggest bag. Very bullish on, on this Kujira layer one. These guys build, these guys deliver. Another one which I'm looking at is Rune, but we'll talk about all those when we actually talk about the portfolio, which we're going to talk about in, in, in a couple of seconds. Before we do that, though, before we do that, though, I want to bring Dylan on because Dylan is a trader. He's a trader that's been, that's joined the banter team. He's one of the best traders that, that there is out there. And I want to just see what he's looking at on the charts. After that, what we're going to do is we're going to build that portfolio together. And I'll show you why we're building that portfolio, what I'm putting into that portfolio, preparing ourselves for the next bull market or this bull market that's here now, making sure all our final preparations are, you know, all the spices are on the food, you know, all the sprinkles are on the cake because we've got to get ready for this next bull market. Anyway, before that, if you're a trader, let's just see what, what the, the, the traders have been doing. Mr. Lord of Entry, as his wife calls him. We can't hear Lord of Entry. Now we can hear him. You should be able to hear me. It's now been a bit spicy this weekend. Eh? It's, it's been lovely. Oh, look at this. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. Hold on a second. Banterbubbles.com, my friend. Banterbubbles.com. All green. How's that? It's so beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> We've been waiting for this move. I mean, we've been waiting for this move. They, they gave us a tease about 10 days ago. Um, and then it dumped us on the Monday, and we thought, shit, are they going to send us back down again? And now they've come, and uh, yeah, these altcoins have completely fired up. I've been watching this Link situation because you know we know Link sort of front runs a lot of stuff, and uh, right now Link is at this range high that you were speaking about now. From I mean, when is this? May twenty two. Mm. Link is pushing into this range high. This is the weekly that I'm looking at. So, you know, I mean, you can see this is a major, major resistance area for Link. So but I'm it looks of, like it's broken through it. I mean, if you ask me, if it closes this, then, so, I mean, so what I, yeah, to the I'm naked not, eye, to the naked eye, it looks like it's like it's broken through. So, yeah, I, I would say the guys are going to be under pressure here. I think there's a lot of shorts uh, in this zone. I think guys have been shorting this for the last couple of days. Um, so I'm actually looking for some kind of pop here. I'm watching this liquidation heat map. Uh, while you started your show, these started getting filled in now. So we had this nice little gap here. They started closing out these liquidation areas here on Link. And now these longs have started opening here just behind us. So I see some of the guys are, are, are trying to get stuck in here. So I've been sort of sculpting this a little bit here. This is the 15 minutes. Um, trying to get a little bit of a position going here on Link just in case. Long or short? Hold on, long or short? Long. In, long, case, we get long. A, in case we get a squeeze here. Um, yeah, so I mean, I've been watching this from here. We had this little 618 uh, rejection, and now we've broken through. So now I'm watching Link here. This is my support. I'm watching if we do get a squeeze, I think this thing's going to move and it's going to move quite quickly. So, uh, yeah, my next level here is about 11.4, give or take. So that's sort of the, the immediate levels I'm watching here on Link. What else are you looking at? Solana. Take me story. to Solana. So Link's been front-running a lot of these alts. So you can see Solana on the weekly, it's lagging a little bit. we still got a little bit in the tank here. 33, I would say, is a target. So I've broken it down like this. I'm watching it on the 8-hour. I'm looking at it level by level. If we do get a pullback, I'm looking for some kind of flag here down to the 382, something along these lines, and then that big move up. So that's my, my ideal situation. What's, the, what's, the, what's, the butter, what's that level there that the, where the green box is? We can't see it. 27. 27.5. So that's Good. sort of my bullish, my bullish pullback area. And, you know, nothing wrong with a bit, of flag, a bit of a flag developing on Seoul. This is the eight-hour chart. I mean, we can see it. They did it here. They sent mm. us up. They did it there. They sent us up. They did it there. Um, so if we get it again, you know, I'm expecting that move higher. And then uh, for the scalpers out there, what you can do when things are super bullish like this, 
you need to dial in a little bit. And uh, I've been working Sol on this 15 minute, just using fibs and trend lines. And you can see we've been getting a lot of action here on Sol. So you can continue to do the same on all of these altcoins. Look at this. We had this pump, pull back to the 382, pump, pull back to the 382 trend pump pull back to the 382 again so you know we just we just working sell all the way up there so what i did notice now it did lose this uh, this trend potentially so that's why this uh, this box starts looking interesting to me this 27.5 so we could potentially come down there but i'm expecting a flag if things are going to stay bullish i'm expecting something yeah, me too I, I just don't see how that we i mean unless something happens dramatic and it can happen like Stuff like that. Yeah, um, I think yeah. we need a consolidation. Like they need to just, just you know, consolidate a little bit. Let some of these uh, RSIs reset a bit and things like that um, for the next move. We've noticed now these alts are these alts are firing. Look at Matic. Um, this has happened now in the last hour. They, wow. They're picking up ETCs quite flat, um, and then we're sculpting things like this. Matic, um, Avax is moving again. Let me show you something. Let me show you. I, so you so you use that tool. I'll show you a quick tool that I use. I uh, just want to show you how I do it. So what I do is I quickly go to the hourly on, the, on, on banter bubbles. I look at the hourly. And when I look at the hourly on banter bubbles, it shows me, because otherwise, how do you see when all your charts are breaking out in one place? So yep. what I do is I go to the hourly. I see that Matic has moved. Uh, I see that Injective has moved. So then what I do is I go back to your charts and say, okay, can I just confirm on the chart that it's actually done that? So, I mean, you know, you saw it. You saw it you would have seen it. You would have seen that break if you look on banter bubbles yeah, and then go so straight to the chart. That, you see? Yeah, I was watching that now on the one hour, so you can see them turning green. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah, and then I could jump in, um, and then I, you know, you try and favor the ones that are looking the most exciting. Uh, another one is Atom. It's been moving as well again. So, I mean, is Atom a complete shitcoin? Please tell me because it's been. I mean, I don't like. I don't like what the, the what, fundamentally what the token does. It's it's one chain in the whole of the Cosmos universe. So for me, it's not the best. Uh, I think, but there are very good plays in Cosmos, which I'll show you in a, in a couple of minutes when I build a portfolio. But that's but that's very very good for me. Take me to another one, uh, Arbitrum, because I feel that that one can be good. There's two that I'm looking at: Arbitrum and Doge. Like those two for me. Remember, Doge Day comes up on the second of November. You know that that's the the Doge Day. That's the Doge Doge's birthday. Okay, I didn't know that. Um, okay, so yeah, well, let's look at Doge as well. Um, what about GMX? Isn't that one of your favorites? One of my favorites. I've got a GMX chart for you as well. Okay, so this is Arbitrum. Uh, looks like it needs a bit of work here. So we've lost this trend. This was this is the eight hour right yeah. now. This is a resistance area to watch. Fifty day MA six one eight horizontal. So right now we are in a resistance box. So what I would okay. suggest, uh, look, if you're a spot buyer, it, it matters less. If you're a leverage trader, you really need to now have cool heads when things mm. are like this. You need to look for consolidation. Mm. You want breakups. You want to find support. You really just mm. want to go level by level here. Otherwise, you can get hurt. Um, as exciting as it is here to be buying at these areas because these are resistance zones. If mm. this thing reverses and you're on 10x, you're going to get absolutely rinsed. So uh, you need to be careful here in these areas. Just go level by level and then try and do what I'm doing here with this Matic situation, for example. We just go old school. We go trend break. When things are bullish like this, you get the trend break, the retest, and, and it goes. I mean, Matic didn't even stick around much. Cheap. Uh, look at that. Eh? Look how quickly yeah. it went. Someone said link is squeezing up. Maybe, maybe let's just go back to link. Someone says link is squeezing up. You see, you see it in you see it in the banter bubbles. And actually, if you go to the five minutes, so look at this. This is the best. This is where I really have play play balls. Is I go on to, I've I've created a five minute filter. All you do is you click on filter and then you add in five minutes and so you see I've got I've got a five minute filter there. And that five minute filter really gives you the fucking breakouts. Oh, the like, DJs are gonna love that. 
Yeah, I didn't even a, know we had a five-minute filter. No, there's wow. a five, you can have a one-minute filter, but I mean, that's too degen for me. So look, right now, the scalpers, uh, look at this 15-minute link. Look at this area as your support. You can see we consolidated under here. We broke up. So now we want to hold this uh, 9.48. You want to kind of hold this area now for the bounce. Mm. Uh, so eyes on that for now. Again, remember, these things, they break out, they pull back, they break out, they pull back. Um, what we do need to watch, though, is things like BTC. Is it holding its level? We've got to look, look at this yeah. dominance situation as well. Look at this dominance. It's actually broken through a major weekly area. And I'm wondering if we're going to get a weekly close now and it's That's going to a, pull back. Sure, and we're going to lose this 52. But this yeah. is weekly. I mean, look at this thing. It's mm. ridiculous. Um, and this is a huge area. So if dominance pops up here, um, well, look, hopefully it favors BTC. The ults yeah. go up a little bit, right? Mm. Um, if BTC's pumping, we should be okay. Yeah. All right, Dill, anything else you're looking at? Show me GMX. You were going to show me GMX. Yeah. Doge GMX. and GMX. Yeah, so GMX, uh, it's been a good one. Uh, it's been holding this level nicely, and now it's pushed up. So right now it's at resistance again, okay? I know this is one interesting one for you. So what I want to suggest here for you, just track this uh, track this flag. Let's see what happens here. Um, these stocks might be able to reset while it just sits in a flag. Mm. It doesn't necessarily have to dump all the way down. So, yeah, just track something like this. And then if you get that pop up and we get the support here at uh, 38.9, that sort of area, Yes. Then I think we're away. Then I think you're on for 43. Give or Brilliant. Take. Take, that take me. That will take me to the price which I got in at the last in the last run, which I'm still holding my position. I took that trade with you in August. What, yes, what did I it was do in August. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one as well. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last one, Doge. Because I think that, that November's coming, my friend. November's coming. Okay. Well, let's see what's going on. Okay. So right now it's banging straight into resistance. So. You can see it's quite simple. I keep things pretty simple here. Uh, it's a 618 resistance. It's trend. It's horizontal. And it's the 50-day MA. So we know that this is big resistance for Doge. But so if it goes it, through? No, if it goes through, it's going to be amazing support. So what you guys want to see, track a little flag, dial in on the 15 minutes if you want to. Once it pops up and, and it sits back down here, then we know we've got a nice base to work with. And then we can send this thing. Um, no, wait, hold on, hold on. I mean, the guys are saying he's going to skip Kujira, isn't he? I'm not going to do a Kujira chart uh, because the Kujira chart is straight up. I mean, Dylan's going to tell you not to I'm touch it because it's gone straight up. Let's see, let's see, let's see. I've got it here. It's actually on my watch list. Of course it is. It's got to be on your watch list. It's, here we go. Here we go. It's the best performer today. I mean, my, you see, the problem is as a chartist, you look at that, you say, I can't touch that. You, I mean, hey, we watched the deer though. I mean, you, you did, <laughs> but I'm saying you can't touch that now. Okay, you can't buy it now. You got to be careful. Now you got to, you really got to dial in. You got to go 15 minutes here. You got to look for flags. No, 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 guys, 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 don't buy a pump like yeah. that. And let's just one more deal before I let you go because we've got to build the portfolio here today. Injective. Injective, I've got. Okay. Beautiful. I think there's more in the tank. Yeah. There's more in the tank here. I think we can hit this. Uh, this 9.8. This is all time mm -hmm. highs, right? 9.8. Yeah. Well, no, not, not all time, not all time. It was actually at 16 and 18 before, uh, but recent highs. Let's put that. Yeah. RSI, looks, RSI looks a little bit higher there. On the, what are you looking at? 12 hours. 12 hours. 12 hour RSI down. looks higher. Four hour. Not bad. Yeah, yeah not bad. Um, and then let's check Lux Algo quickly. This is Lux Algo on the eight hour. Let's take a look. So we're still in our long. Okay. It's still printed long, bullish long. This is the yes. eight hour. It's only given us one X. Okay, often we see two X's. So I'm wondering now, we might get our second X up here. 
Wow. And then we know that's uh, that's the top. So yeah, it's printed this bullish uh, this bullish long here for now. So let's. I'm fucking believable. Do listen, listen. We, we got a portfolio to build, guys. Tomorrow um, at ten fifteen EST, Dylan has his show on the other channel on banter on banter banter. So. If you're not subscribed to Banter Plus, subscribe to Banter Plus. And if not, if, you are, if you're not subscribed to Banter, go and subscribe to Banter. We have a portfolio to build, Dill. Much love, my brother. Thank you for coming Hello. on a Sunday and, and, and sharing this love with us. Guys, follow Dylan, one of the best charters out there. One of the best charters out there, as you can see. All righty, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. I'll try and do this pretty quickly because I know it's Sunday and you all have families. In fact, we are your family. What do you mean? We are your family. Yes, we are here. We are your family. Except, you know, it, it upsets me that Chaos is not here. He's been on every single stream and he's not on our stream today. So I'm going to phone him. I'm going to phone him. I have to phone him and say, Chaos, why aren't you on the stream? Hold on a second. Hold on. I, I have his number saved on my phone now. Let's see if he answers the phone. I'm not going to flash. I'm not going to flash. Wait, but why? Because oh, my AirPods near. Hold on a second. Hold on. Okay, he's not answering the phone. He's obviously busy with something. He's obviously busy with something. All right, guys, let's get into the meat and potatoes of the show. Um, I said to you guys that I was going to build a portfolio with you guys, and there's a good reason why I want to build a portfolio with you guys. The first reason why I want to build a portfolio with you guys is because if you're flying without a plan, if you're flying without a map, there's no way you can get from point A to point B. We're about to go into what I think is going to be a, a, a rampant, raging bull market. And if your chips aren't positioned correctly on the table, then you're going to leave this, you're going to leave this, this uh, bull market without anything to show for it. Now, I want to show you something else. I want to show you what happens when you actually do fly with the map, when you actually do have a game plan. So we built a portfolio uh, last year in November when everyone was very, very, very scared. We actually built a portfolio. This is what the portfolio looked like. Now, the truth is, I got this message from a community member. His name is Ed. He's a, he's a long-term community member. And he sent me this message on Friday. And he said, just so you know, you created this portfolio about a year ago. Right now, this portfolio is 65% up. And um, he said, I've been monitoring this portfolio ever since you created it. And so I thought, okay, well, I don't know. Is 65% good or is it not good? And so what I did was what I went to total three. And I looked at total three, which is the altcoins. And I said, how has our portfolio performed relative to total three? So let's quickly look at how we've performed relative to total three. So um, if you look at uh, a year ago, which is more or less when it was created, he said it was around November 18th. Okay, so if you look at around November 18th, somewhere around there, the total three was at 332, uh, at 332. And if you look at where we are now, we are at 335 now, which means that total three actually hasn't moved at all. At the same time, our portfolio has actually done 65%. And to be honest, he got 65% because he didn't actually allocate amounts to each one. He just said equally distributed, how has this portfolio actually done? What I then did was I said, okay, hold on, let's just actually see how this portfolio really, really, really performed. And what I did was I actually allocated it the way that we allocated it back then by saying 25% into Bitcoin, 15% into ETH, 5% into Injector, 15% into Solana. And it turns out that that portfolio did 78.7% um, while the market was pretty much flat. Okay, so that did 78.7%. Market was pretty much flat if you're trading altcoins. And so I thought, hold on a second, we're onto something here. We need to put together another portfolio to make sure that we're actually, we actually are ready and prepared for the bull market. And you'll know that when I do these portfolios, what I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get a mix across a whole lot of narratives 
So you'll see that in the last narrative, I said, look, obviously you've got to have Bitcoin and ETH. You've got to have some exchanges. You've got to have another layer one. You've got to have some AI. You've got to have some cross-chain. You've got to have gaming. You've got to have more cross-chain. Um, layer twos, you've got to have a meme coin. Uh, I took a couple of bets. Some of them did very, very well, and some of them didn't do so well. And we're also looking at this portfolio at the wrong point in time, because as I, as I showed you, the altcoins haven't even actually started moving. So I created another portfolio, and this time I created it with actual percentages. And I want to show you what my thinking is and what, what I actually did. So let's start off. Okay, chaos is here. Guys, chaos has arrived. Hold the phone. Chaos, you, you scared us. We thought that you, you know, that, that you weren't coming today. Uh, he's here though. Guys, we, we can continue the show. We can continue the show. So first thing I would do is I'd put at least 25% of my money into Bitcoin. And the reason why I was doing, doing that is because there's a halving coming up. There is, um, there is the halving. There is the ETF potentially coming up. And there is chaos coming up. And when chaos comes up, then what's going to happen is you're going to get, you're going to get people flocking into Bitcoin. And so for me, 25% into Bitcoin. And if you're more conservative than I am, then put more money into Bitcoin, put 30, 40% of your portfolio into Bitcoin. Next, of course, is Ethereum. And I would put about 15% of my portfolio in Ethereum and I'll do it as soon as possible because the price of Ethereum is actually starting to go down. Or it has been going down. It hasn't been performing very well against Bitcoin, but I think at some point that's going to change. So for me, 25 and 15 is how I'm going to put my, my, my allocation. So 40% of my entire portfolio is in Bitcoin and ETH. All right, the next token that I'm going to add in here is Solana. And I'm putting a big chunk of my portfolio into Solana, putting 10% of my entire portfolio into Solana. And the reason for that is exactly what I said earlier. I think Solana is going to be the next layer one. I think it's getting network effects. And I think it's been beaten up by, these, by the FTX investment. But I think that that's all moving away now. And so I guess that that's probably going to uh, change. What other layer ones am I going to be going into? So I've gone a little bit um, riskier here. I would go into Kujira, but I'm telling you guys now, do not buy it today because Kujira is pumped. Wait for a pullback, buy the pullback. Then I'm taking another big one, which is on an upward momentum, has been on upward momentum. It's a proof of work layer one and it's Casper. Okay, that is something that you've got to have in your portfolio. It's got an amazing community. It's got, I'll show you the upward momentum that this, that this token has had. There's just no way that you can, that you can FUD this community and you can't find this technology either. Just look at that, look at that perfect, 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 perfect chart. So this is what my layer one allocation looks like. It's 25% into Bitcoin, 15% into ETH, 10% into Sol, and 3% into Kujira, 2% into Casper. If I add all of those up, that's 55% of my portfolio is in layer one blockchain bets. Let's carry on because now remember I'm moving down and I'm going into different narratives. I want to make sure that my portfolio covers every single narrative, meme coins, trading, DEXs. What I'm doing here is I'm saying, I know, or at least I think I know what's going to happen in the next bull run. I think there's going to be a need for Bitcoin. I think there's going to be a need for layer ones. I think there's going to be a need for perpetuals trading. I think gambling is going to be a big narrative. I think meme coins are going to be a big narrative. I think gaming is going to be a big narrative. And I want to make sure that I've got exposure to every single one of those um, uh, narratives. So let's carry on. And let me, let me know in the comments, what you think of my portfolio so far. And if you think I'm going wrong, let me know when you think I'm going wrong. But in the meantime, let's go into the next token in the portfolio. And the next one is Uniswap. So I think you've got to have Uniswap because it's the biggest DEX out there. Um, it is the most prominent DEX. For me, it's quite cheap at 
four dollars. Um, and so for me, Uniswap two two and a half percent of my portfolio. The next one that I'm putting two and a half percent of my portfolio into is Curve. The reason why I'm putting a lot of Curve in my portfolio is because Curve is a stable coin dex. It's the place where you trade one stable coin for another stable coin. And I think that stable coins are the biggest use case for blockchain technology. We know that. Stable coins are the biggest, widest use case for blockchain technology. So to me, you've got to have the, the ultimate stable coin exchange here, which is Curve. There's also been a lot of FUD around Curve. And so I think that I love buying tokens when they're fudded because when the FUD goes away, we get, we, we get the actual token price. Then I'm going for Injective. I love Cosmos. Injective is a DEX infrastructure. Well, it's a trading infrastructure built on Cosmos. And so for me, Injective has been one of my most successful and I'm backing Injective to carry on with its amazing performance. So that is my, my exposure to DeFi. And specifically, you can see that most of my DeFi exposure has actually been put into exchanges. Because I think if blockchain has done anything, what it's done is it's taught us that we're going to be trading. That's it. Next, ETH layer twos. And for ETH layer twos, I'm taking a bet on Arbitrum and Optimism. I want to make sure that I've got good exposure to Arbitrum and Optimism. I've reduced my Matic exposure and I'm rather going to put the money into Arbitrum or Optimism. Very optimistic about of Optimism and Arbitrum. Then I'm taking a big chunk of my portfolio and I'm putting it into Chainlink. You can even go higher in Chainlink. If you don't have as much layer one exposure, you can go higher into Chainlink. But I think that that's a very, 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 very good one. Someone says here, Cardano, Cardano has the community. Yes, it has the community, but the problem is it doesn't have the, the applications and it's taking them too long to build. And I was a big Cardano fan, but to be honest, I'd rather put my money somewhere else now. That's, that's, that's kind of like the way I see it. I'm not, saying that, I'm not saying that it's a bad place to put your money. It's just not where I'm going to be putting my money. More infrastructure. Chainlink, the graph. Uh, the graph is um, index, index is smart contracts. Then I'm going on to perpetuals exchanges, and I'm going to take bets on DYDX, GMX, and GNS, because I think that those are all the good, not all the good, there's plenty of other ones, but these are the ones that I like and I trust and I've been following for a long time. That's my exposure to perpetuals exchanges. And then I'm going to have a mixed bag of others. And I'll show you what, what the mixed bag actually looks like. Let me just uh, highlight this for us and see if I can just unblack all of these over here. So I'm taking a bet on Filecoin, uh, 2% bet on Filecoin. Now you can do Filecoin and Arweaves. I've done Filecoin and Arweave, 2% in each. I've taken a, uh, a bet on Crosschain, which is Stargate and Rune, because those are the two big cross-chain narratives. Then 2% into Immutable for gaming, 2.5% into Doge for meme coins, 2% into uh, Rollbit for, for, game, for gambling fi, gaming fi, and 2% into Render for AI. And so that is what my portfolio looks like. And that's, oh, okay, I've lost 2% somewhere. I wonder where the hell I've lost 2%. Um, I must have deleted something because it wasn't 100% when we started this. Uh, let me add 2%. Where would I add 2%? So I would definitely up my Filecoin exposure. Hold on, let's just not summing up the whole thing. Let's just have a look and make sure that we're not... Oh, see, yeah, it's not summing up Arweave. So let's just control Z and let's just make sure that it's summing up everything. And that brings you to 100%, uh, D27. There it is. I'll leave it on the screen. Also, I will publish a spreadsheet on this tomorrow so that you guys can, can have it. Um, also, more importantly, what I'm doing is I'm making a, an ETF 
on SwissBorg, not yet, because SwissBorg are building it for us, but you'll be able to just press one button on SwissBorg and actually buy this whole ETF. And when we rebalance it, because prices move up and prices move down, you'll be able to just automatically get rebalanced into our portfolio. What do you think, guys? What do you think? Let's, let's get some, some Q&A here. Someone says, what about stacks? Um, I probably should have it in the portfolio, uh, but you can't have everything in your portfolio. Remember, the idea behind building a portfolio is saying you've got a limited amount of money and you've got to bet on the ones that give you the best risk-return ratios. Someone's asking a very clever question. Is this basing it on today's prices? So the answer is no. Number one, I wouldn't put 100% of my capital in now. So I would put 70% of my money in and I'd, put th- I'd leave 30% for opportunities and this would be how I allocate the 30%. The next thing is I wouldn't buy anything on day one. What I would do is I would slowly, slowly, slowly ladder into these things. But when I say slowly, slowly, within the next couple of months, because remember the market is in my mind going to start going up. Um, someone says, why no PYR? You can, you can put PYR instead of, uh, instead of immutable. You take your pick. Uh, just have some exposure to ba- to gaming. So Gala, Naka, whatever you want. Yeah. Someone says, um, oh, wow, you're going to put on SwissBorg. That's amazing. I am. It's going to be a one-touch ETF on SwissBorg. Someone says, why not XRP? Because XRP is a centralized shitcoin, which I'm not actually putting into my portfolio. That's why. Uh, why no Hex? Because I don't believe in Hex. I mean, it might work. I also think that Richard Hart's got a big part of the of the community. And I think that we don't know what the future of Richard Hart's going to be. He's been very quiet. And I think he has to be very quiet because of the SEC actions. So, yeah. Someone said, thoughts on DOT or NIA? I hold a lot of NIA protocol, much more than I'd like to own, unfortunately. Uh, DOT, I don't like. DOT hasn't achieved very a lot of a lot in, 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 in the past. So, n- not really bullish on DOT. Um, sandbox, I don't like Sandbox. Why not AVAX? Because if you're going to do EVM, then just be on Ethereum. What else? Let's see. What about what about Sui? You can put Aptos or Sui into this portfolio. Just switch out Kujira or Casper. Um, which one would I put in? I think probably I'd put in Aptos before I put in Sui, but you know, there's no not, nothing else. Real world asset narrative, for me, that's covered in the layer ones. Why not Rose? Because I think Rose is very much an academic project. I haven't seen any real rollouts yet. So for me, I'm not really putting stuff into Rose. Phantom, too, too risky with this uh, multi-chain hack. Too risky for me. Kusama, dead, dead project, not for me. Uh, AVAX, as I said, if you, want, uh, if you want to put into an EVM project, then put into Ethereum. Why must you put into AVAX? All right, so, I mean, that is what we do when it comes to portfolio. Um, before I let you go, let's quickly check on our bets on BetSwap this weekend. So, I know that I took a bet on... Let me quickly just sign in quickly. Uh, I know that I, that I took a bet on the football, bet history. So, I bet on El- on Chelsea Arsenal. I lost that bet. You see, that was my emotions because I'm... A- Say again? Yeah, because I mean, you know, I'm a Chelsea fan, and you know, like it just feels bad betting against a team. But it was obvious Arsenal were going to beat Chelsea, but Liverpool did beat Everton, and so we won one and we lost one. But the net net is we're still down sixty bucks, so we'll make it back next week when we when we on on BetSwap because there's obviously going to be. But South Africa won the rugby yesterday, and now I'm going to go to the final next week, and I'm going to watch the final live. That's what I'm going to do. And then remember, so listen to this. 
How many of you have got a full Bitcoin, own a full Bitcoin? If you, just let me know in the chat. If you own a full Bitcoin, say yes. If you don't, say no. So if you own a full Bitcoin, say yes. If you don't own a full Bitcoin, say no. I just want to get a feel for how many people own a full Bitcoin. Maybe, Josh, maybe you can do a poll for us and just say, I want to know how many of our community members actually own a full Bitcoin because I, I, maybe we can change that. Maybe we can change it. Uh, uh, Chaos, I know you're saying congrats to the Springboks for yesterday. We stole it from England in the last minute. It was, it was a real theft. I mean, I was waiting for the police to arrive and say it was stolen. You see, most people here don't have a full Bitcoin. Most people here don't have a full Bitcoin. Okay, listen, this is how we're going to change This is how we're going to change it. Do me a favor. Go and open a Bybit account or a BitGet account or where is, where is all, the, the, all the accounts? Okay, so Bybit, BitGet or CoinW. Go and open any one of those accounts. And tomorrow, tomorrow, when are we releasing the website? Tuesday. Tuesday to Wednesday, we're going to release a website for you. And in that website, what you're going to do is you're going to enter your price prediction for the, the first of the first 2024 at one second past midnight. And if you are the closest bid, if you are the closest to the actual price, you're going to get a half a Bitcoin. And if you've traded 10 times on this account that you've opened here, then you're going to get a full Bitcoin. That's it. Simple. Not asking you to deposit money, nothing. Just open an account, take some trades. Whenever you want to trade, I'm not asking you to trade. I'm just saying when you want to trade. And when you do, you can actually win a full Bitcoin. I want to give away a full Bitcoin by the end of the year. I don't know how many other opportunities you're going to get to just win a full Bitcoin, but here it is. Uh, North Carolina needs more Bitcoin. Well, it's so easy. It's so easy to do. It's so, so, so easy to do. And it's open to anyone. Uh, this is, you see, we've been very smart here. Bybit, if you're anywhere in the world, except the UK, Canada, and the US, BitGet does support Canada and the UK. And then CoinW supports the USA, but don't tell anyone. Don't tell, you know, just don't tell anyone that, that CoinW still supports because they don't do much KYC. Anyway, guys, Sunday night, um, amazing hanging out with you guys on a Sunday night. I, I, I mean, my wife, as I said, when I started the stream, she, she can't believe it. I, all I want to do is come and hang out with you guys on a Sunday night, but I think it's fun. I mean, and, and I think it's, it's fun. And I think we've done, we've done a great, we built a great portfolio. Hopefully this portfolio is going to outperform our previous portfolio, which did 78% or 78.7%. Um, I think it will. I think it will. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Am I on the main channel tomorrow or on Banter Plus? Uh, well, you know what? For now, make sure you subscribe to Banter Plus because I may be here on Banter Plus again tomorrow. So make sure that you're subscribed if you're not already. Look at this. Over 200 people subscribed during the show. That's unbelievable. Thank you, guys. 39 more subscribers for 88,000 subs. Can we get to 88,000 subs? That's the big question. Are we going to get to 88,000 subs right here, live on the stream? Probably not. Not with this bunch of people. Not with this bunch of people. Someone says you have spot or perpetual trades. Uh, well, if you're buying for the long term, I wouldn't be buying it on perpetuals because you're going to be paying funding fees. So rather buy that spot. All right, listen, guys. Sending you guys and your families much love on this beautiful Sunday night. I'll see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends.